All right. Hey, welcome to the 5 a.m. Master Scrum Show. We are here to talk chat GPT and how it impacts Agile or how it can help Agile. And I have Rob Jackson and Scott Sampson here. And they're going to join me and introduce themselves a little bit, and then we'll get right into business. Rob, you want to go first? Yeah. Uh, hello, my name is Rob Jackson. I am a product manager. Um, I've been in Agile for about two and a half years. And I, uh, Greg was my mentor. Scott? Yep, I'm Scott Sampson. Um, I'm a Scrum Master in the FinTech space. And uh, like Rob, uh, Greg has been a mentor to me and been an influential in my uh, career development. So glad to be and here. I want to add all Rob's fault wherever it goes because uh, <laughs> he started us in down. our mastermind discussion <laughs> and this is why we're here <laughs> so because i don't like to type wanted, what's that rob i don't like to type so like i wanted to so i wanted something type. to i wanted something to type for me so that's why <laughs> there you go that's smart and um i mean we're doing this to help people in the agile world with new tools. And that's where we're, we're heading here. All right, Dat Scott, let's practice. All right. Let me uh, share my screen. Give me one second. And just so you know, all of us have got accounts on the chat GPT now. So we play around a little bit. So I know we had some uh, some marketing type focused questions today. Um, okay. Do we want to jump in there and maybe try some of those or try something else? Yeah, give them a shot. Let's see what right, happens. We'll out. I mean, part of it is tr experimenting, see how well, may too far, maybe too light. We'll see. So I have to put in the qualifiers here, right? Yeah, um, you need to be whatever. You need to act as whatever role is would be the expert at whatever your question would be. So maybe like a marketing executive? Sure. All right. Um, so I act as a marketing executive. Um, and answer the following questions or something okay. like that. All right. And we haven't pre-filled these questions in, so this is no. raw and live, recorded <laughs> and live, I should say. And it says it can answer our questions, so uh, it says go ahead and ask me. So, um, so the first one that I had, um, and I'll just type it in here as well, is I guess I can kind of shorten this too. So what marketing mix uh, would work best the Philadelphia market? A broad, broad question there with how big Philadelphia is. Let's see how it responds to that. And I shortened it from the four Ps and it still gave me the four Ps. That's great. <laughs> All right. So it's come back with 
Um, to, determine, to determine the marketing mix that would be best for the Philadelphia market, we need to consider the four P's of marketing, product, price, promotion, and place. Um, Greg, should we read this off for the folks on the podcast? Or um, how do you want to approach that? If you want to say, I gave a little, nah, just a little paragraph okay. for each one of those four items to kind of, it's, it's basically textbook right now, right? Yeah, this is uh, straightforward stuff. Um, so yeah, it's showing information for product pl price promotion in place. Uh, I'm looking for information that's specific to the Philadelphia housing market here. Um, so put something about the housing market. Cause yeah. I so can you tell, I, I, let's see. Maybe a specific I'll, area. I'll, yeah, I guess that's the product, right? The product is housing. Are you yeah. selling or buying? So can you can you expand on uh, the product of housing? Let's see what it says. Okay. It's thinking. Do you have to say for Philadelphia? Probably do. Maybe. Because yeah. right now it's. It looks like it's kind of just, it's giving a list of things, six things, um, but it looks like it's general to like any. Okay. Well, how about, so. so like, so, but I mean, that gets into location. So it says location is important. So you could say, um, what what's important so. about the location of Philadelphia or what would be pertinent to uh, Philadelphia? Can you ask it if, like, if you wanted to sell $300,000 homes in the Philadelphia market, where would you go? Mm -hmm. Homes that cost. Yeah. $300,000. Would it be what neighborhoods or what areas? Um, sure. See what it does with a broad question, and then we'll narrow it down. Yep, oh, it's are those real places? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All suburban market. Looks like uh, the main line, maybe. <laughs> the state is old. This is like pre-COVID. Um, tell you that right now. Yeah, I mean, like I said, so I think I've said it last time, this data and chat GPT was correlated. It's up to 2021. So, yes, it wouldn't be the latest and greatest of information. So it wouldn't be last year. It'd be mm -mm. So 2021. Too bad, though. Transit family neighborhoods, Philadelphia extensive public. Um, neighborhoods with good value. That's, that's kind of all over the place. Uh Upper Darby. Can you say what would be the best social media to place an ad in? Mm -hmm. And will feed off the previous conversation? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's the chat aspect of it. Okay. Is that all of this is a conversation? Yeah. That's one of the great benefits is it remembers what you've already talked about and uses that. So you don't have to start over again every time. Right, Rob? Yeah. 
even though I think we're going to have to, it's, it's kind of being overall and we're going to, well, no, it did mention the Philadelphia market. Um, did it mention? So we can say what, um, do we want to go old school and say, you know, what are like newspapers or magazines that are centric to Philadelphia? I mean, they're going very general. Facebook, Instagram. Well, that was the social media, so that's yeah, funny. right. Last, um, um, so you want to so, ask if they create an ad or something for a house in the on Twitter? Um, what periodicals are are Philadelphia centric? Or something like that. I don't know. If you just wanted to know Philadelphia. Um, um, if you knew anything about marketing on Facebook, you would say, what demographic should I market a $300,000 home to on Facebook in Philadelphia? See how good it is at marketing. No, that's pretty cool. Mm. Wow. It's giving me age and income. Nice. So <laughs> basically it helps you fill out the advertising for Facebook on who you should market. Family status, location, everything. Um, yeah. And then a nice summary at the end there with. So it give you age 25 to 44. Income. Household income. Seventy-five thousand one hundred and fifty interest. We got options, interest, babies, targeting, home improvement, real estate, location. I mean, I guess you could put people that are interested in biking or something if you have an area, right? Okay. What see. else do you all want to try? asked about biking folks that have an interest in biking and seeing what it says here and let's see if oh, it's giving it some uh, so it still remembered philadelphia because it gave you such a city center fairmount manioc yeah. if you like hills basket <laughs> where in philadelphia are the best it jobs well now you got to start a new conversation oh okay because <laughs> the marketing executive won't really know that's true because it remembers everything we've talked about above uh, in that. Okay, so you got you have to change who it represents. Or yeah, or you could change it here, but you could change it mid conversation. But I would start a new chat and start because who knows that hey, I want to get back to this later on, and you don't want to mess up your conversation that you're having because it saves your conversations on the left yep. so that you can go back to them and expand on them later. Okay. So yep. if we do one retro or you play like scrum master product owner, you can come back and now say, do this, this, this time mm -hmm. and, and see how it. Models. Yeah. Okay. Hey, I thought of something else to add to my conversation. You know, you can add to it quickly. Okay.
That's nice. It saves so much time. Yeah, it does. And it does a good <laughs> job of remembering. I mean, I, it's still keeping up with them. I'm scared. I wish they would put clear conversations near the bottom of this thing. I'm scared mm -hmm. to death. I'm going to click clear conversations. <laughs> That's like the first thing <laughs> right here. Like, I don't want to do that. I haven't even clicked on it. Asked, are you sure you want to clear them? Because I don't want to clear them. All right. So, what are we asking it now? What, who do we want the persona to be? That's how I'll, I'll phrase it. Okay. Let's say it's a product owner. So, act as a product owner. Act as a product owner. Okay. And we want to use, I guess we should say agile product owner, right? Well, you can say, you can say it again. Just do act as a pro agile product owner. Okay. And then you okay. might want to give it, so in the future, you might want to give it a little bit more information so like it's asking to provide me some basic information just say you know this is what i want you to do when you're this product man this product owner you know i'm going to give you a feature you tell me the stories or you do this or that okay i want to do the the npv calculation so i want to okay. give it maybe get type this in like i have three efforts Okay. Um, one is worth five. It has the story points of. Should we get rid of story points? Not worry about that, or is that too much information? I think so the I more detail, the better. But... Value and time. So think, I would say first, it says I have three. I have three efforts. I would like you to calculate the M, N, NP, NPV. Yeah. Net so then, value. so then it's going to. Well, I would say net present value. Um, and then, then it'll, um, and I would like you to, I will give you, so instead of say, I, I will give you three efforts. So say, I will give you three efforts. Okay. And then it's going to ask for your three efforts. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, can I keep the rest or should I take that off? Yeah, no, no, that's good. Keep that. Uh, go with this. Mm -hmm. All right. We're writing, I will give you three efforts. And what I like to calculate, I would like you to calculate net present value. Okay. You provide me with the required information of each effort. Okay. So one, and then put like one colon, and then two colon, three colon, or something like that. Let's okay, see. So one is the first one, right? Um, value is $100,000. All right. So it wants this. So it wants your initial investment. So you can say I equals, right? Okay. I equals $100,000. Okay. Comma. And then I guess, yeah. And CF equals... What's our expected cash flow? CF, expected value, right? Expected cash flow. Put initial investment of. You say fifty thousand, didn't you? 
let's say okay. fifty thousand. Um, for the initial two investment, takes fifty thousand dollars. So okay. I is fifty thousand. All right. There we go. And then the return on investment, which CF, is a hundred thousand. Okay. So it would be key to understand what's your cost for the team that you're looking at. Um, discount rate market. Can you say that? We'll it's just R. Okay, discount rate is 6%. Okay. R is 6%. And that's so that's item one. Do we have another one? We compare. That's the first effort. You put effort number one in the front or what? You could do CF1. So this one would be CF1. Put it here. Yeah. See, it okay. wants this is, and then you want, um, and then you can put comma after the 100,000, mm -hmm. comma, CF2. And then whatever it is, it is. Uh, what's our cash flow for the second second um, effort? That's the cost, right? Or cash flows. Cash flow. Uh, Fifty thousand. Okay. Let's see, I think there'd be more than one different. And then the last cash flow was five hundred thousand. CF3. But the initial cost would be different for each one. Uh, yeah. Okay. Do we do I1, I2, I3? I guess oh. so. Okay. Um, so CF3 was uh, what What again? Well, um, 500,000. 500. I think it only wants one. So you have one initial investment, and then you have CF1 are the expected cash flows for each year. And then you have an R for the discount rate, and then you have an N for the number of years. So right now, your N is three years. We'll make N is, oh, is it, is that the number of years? So I have to do um, N equals three, three years. I was asking for the future. How much you earn in year one, year two, year three is what they're doing. I have to go back to my finance class. I know. I'll just put that in and see what it does. All right, let's see. All right. Here we go. Okay, so it... The MPV of that effort is $504,000, right? When it did all its case, so it calculated that. So if you do another one, uh, let me know if you have any more efforts. So do another one. Okay. And do I is 100,000. Okay. Um, can you just write CFs are the same or no? I won't figure that out. I mean, you do CF1, this, nah, it won't, I think it won't see CF broken out. Okay, CF1. CF1. 
Equals... So put the 150 and 500 again. 150? Okay. And CF2 uh, is CF2. Do the same number. And CF3 is three, 500,000. With R equals 6%. But as we're doing this, the way you would do this is you figure out how much your cost is for your team, what percentage you're putting on the effort, and you should be able to calculate the NPV. You need to put another zero on your three. Oh, there we go. Thank you for that, Catrob. All right. Are we ready? Yep. Here we go. Dude, I think it's a handy way to find NPV, <laughs> but you could do it with the spreadsheet too. I mean, that's true. If you have a formula, or if you don't, you just grab that, paste it in there, change the numbers, and it'll do it. Oh, uh, here, if you want to do another one, you can. You could ask uh, Chat GPT what the formula is for net present value. Um, it'll give you the Excel formula if you wanted it to. Okay, do it. So you can just ask. Maybe in the product owner might know it. So just ask the product owner. Does he know it? Say, can you give me the Excel formula for net present value? Nice. <laughs> Is it using the ones we would just put in? No, it just it knows what the Excel. Oh, did it? It looks like it's using some it of did. our numbers. Yeah, our numbers, it did. Yeah. So, yeah, it did. So use it in the example. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. See, it's smart. I like that. Okay. So if you have that, you, you can do different things. If you save the chat, you could just put the numbers in and it'll figure it out for you. Yeah, it'll just go back to where it'll just use that entire conversation as context for your next question. What's my next question? All right. Are we still on product owner? Oh, we could do anything you want. Rob, what do you want to do? Chris Rob goes on mute. Um. <laughs> Should I start a new chat for something or should we keep going with the product owner? Well, I mean, I don't know. Did we do the product the product manager last time? Didn't I we thought, get it to write a feature? I thought we did. Okay, cool. Um, that was so last week ago. <laughs> What's the top selling cat toy for Rob's Bubba? saying that's passe now. It's you know, so I, last week. <laughs> <laughs> um I mean, you could say, you know, what, you know, what is important information that you need to um, manage a sprint or something like that, or, you know, to develop stories or to. Um, a database story? No, no, just 
I mean, you could say uh, you could say to develop stories about a database or manage a sprint. You know, in this case, does he have a product manager? Or is he creating the story? Is he the kind of PO PM? Go with that. See what it does. What is important information that you need to develop stories about a database? Here we go. Six items. Uh, and then say, uh, can you create me? Can you create this? Can, well, just say create. Create the st user stories. Um, for the data storage area. So it gave user needs, business requirements, data sources, data storage, data retrieval, which is good, and data. Hey, I would just say for the data storage, don't put area. Just put it for the data storage. All right, here we go. So of those five, six, he said create a story for data storage. So we got a bunch of as perfect stories for all these roles. That's great. So as a data analyst, I want to be able to store data in the database with a schema that matches our business requirements. Okay. And there's a data administrator, data scientist, security officer, developer, business analyst, software engineer. So seven different user story type yeah so let's find out what personas that this product owner needs to meet with so what are some personas of what are recommended personas what what personas are needed to advise on the creation of this database So it's basically it's the same thing again. Mm -hmm. Data analyst, database administrator. Data same scientist, seven. Business analyst, software oh. engineer. Is the end user a new one? End user. And that's a new one to the list versus the last list, I think. So end user is a new one to meet with, yep. which, is, which is good, right? The customers, employees. But it had seven above, but now it's... Yeah, like who did it leave out and re replace with the... You got data analyst, administrator, PDA, scientist. Security officer. Developer. Oh. Software engineer. It didn't... It took out the developer. No, it still has a software engineer, though. Is that the no, same thing? That's where you write the story, but it didn't say meet with the developer. Like, who do you meet with? I don't think it's in there. No. Your software engineer again. So I don't want you to meet with a developer. Hmm. Okay. They'll just make it happen. Whatever they, whatever you envision, they'll just make it happen. <laughs> hey, Brian, do any... you use this in one of your cases sure. as a product manager? Can, do I, can... I'd use it. I use it a lot. Um, can you give us an example? Yeah, right now I'm in the hospice industry, and that's an area that I'm learning. So mm -hmm. I ask it often when I'm creating a new like 
software feature like a dashboard or a, a certain scheduling system mm-hmm. you know i ask it hey what what hospice type roles should i you know work with or what type roles would be in, that would work with a scheduling system and you know and it'll spit them out and some of them are obvious but every once in a while they'll throw one in that i hadn't thought of okay do you want to enter one and see yeah, so you can say, say you can say, um, let's see, as a, um, let's let's build. Uh, what what personas again, or what type users, or however, what personas are involved, or work with? Let's say work with. a clinical documentation system in hospice in in hospice okay yeah. so this might be your customers no we can work we got hospice nurse hospice physician Social worker, that's good. Chaplain, nice. So these are like stakeholders no, that use yeah. this system, right? Uh, yeah, right, Rob. Yeah. No, those are all good. That's a never would have thought of chaplain. So this is what it can help by giving you something you never thought of. Like, yep. Yeah, I mean, and so represent. And for me, like I said before, I hate typing. So when, you know, part of my role when I'm creating a new software feature, I need to put my personas in. Well, this is a great start. Now, I might add, I'll probably add more information to this, but this is a great start for me. Well, let me ask you a question. This is because the chaplain one is a is a curveball. Mm-hmm. Can it create a persona? Like in product ownership, we always talk about create personas for people. Can we say generate a persona for the chaplain? Yeah, let's try it. I've never done okay. it, but let's try it. So you can say generate a pers- a chaplain persona named, and we'll name it or something like that. Okay. Well, and give us an. Let's say let's you want to give it a religion. Do you want to give it a, you know like a Catholic chaplain or um, I guess it really doesn't matter. I mean, doesn't matter. Or okay. Non-denominational. Okay. Uh, generate a chaplain persona. Uh, with what type of information do we want it to give me? Do we want like I need to know like how long Average they've been? Age. Okay. With age. Yeah, age. Um, Education level. Education level, hobbies. Yeah, hobbies. That's good. Uh, work hours. Okay, work hours. Uh, marital status. Well, they're well. Okay. I'm um, used to Catholic, where they're not supposed to, to be anything. <laughs> all right, go south, for it. They're all. They're all That's married. Good all right, all right. Let's try it. 
Let's see what it there we does. go. Let me see if it generates a person. Oh, there we go. Here we go. I've never done this before. This is cool. Dave, we have to scroll back up because this is good. Name Sarah Thompson. They actually wow. gave a name and age, education, degree in divinity, hobbies, reading, hiking, work hours, full time, flexible. Married Mary with two children, background chaplain. Wow, it came up all kinds. Oh, it came, came up more than what we gave it. It told it, it came mm -hmm. up with goals and all kinds of stuff. Points of pain, which is important. <laughs> oh, what's the reading points of pain there? Let me okay. it uh, points of pain points. Sarah finds it challenging to balance her work responsibilities with her family life, particularly when she is on call for hospice call for care. Hospice. So it knew she it still remember that we're doing hospice. She also struggles yeah, with the emotional toll bit? of witnessing Scott? the suffering of patients and their families. What was that, Greg? Can you zoom in or do their the screen um, over the three dots? See if you can make it take up more, like a bigger. Like 110 percent or something. Yes. There we go. That's good. Nice and big. Okay. Cool. So pain points. I love find trouble balancing. That's cool. Can you say change the persona to a Catholic? Yeah, let's just just try it um, out. See? Yeah, I mean, just say, do I would like another person? Just say, we'll do the same question. Just say for a Catholic chaplain, persona um, for a Catholic chaplain. Okay. So just do create persona. To create a persona. Yeah. Persona. Yeah. Catholic. Catholic chaplain. Well, we don't even have to give it any. It knows, so don't we don't even that. have to give it's it any information. Does. I'm curious. There we go. Then we got to do Muslim. 56. Theology. It's got the same hiking. Celibate, so, but I'm married. What's the pain points? How is it? Their pain points are different. Yeah. All right. Let's go up. Okay. 56. The age. Hobbies, writing homilies. <laughs> Did they put that on the other one? I'm curious. Scroll up. Did they I put don't. I don't think that was on the other one. one. I don't remember homilies, but I could have missed it. Nope. <laughs> nope. Playing guitar. So that you know, you got it. Nice. That's funny. Um, and just to be try, try. Can we do a Muslim? Yeah. Chaplain. Okay. Persona. Persona. Chaplain. There we go. There you go. Volunteering at a local mosque, married with three children. Cool. What are the pain points? Challenging patients who do not share her faith and oh. views. Okay. Interesting. Okay. 
Well, I learned something new tonight. So my so persona just, just got a little deeper. <laughs> oh, can we do a persona for? Because it's funny, it did the hiking. Uh, I don't know. Do you want to have another guess on different, like a user persona or something? I mean, or patient. Uh, I guess. I mean, for patient. Just. I mean, you could say, you know, like, I mean, for me, if I did it, I guess I would say for a, a persona for a patient on hospice. Okay. 70 John Smith, high school diploma retired. So you got a whole bunch of data. So and then you... I got a I got a diagnosis too. I got a terminal cancer. Oh God. <laughs> how about um oh how about the person that does the Accounting the the entry for the data. The nurse or no for like the um, billing the insurance codes. What do they call? Well, I mean, have a, a biller. So you could say a for a medical insurance biller, biller, insurance biller. Yeah, you could do that. Yeah, another hiker. They like the hiking. There we go. Yeah. Mm. Constantly changing so landscape like of insurance this, regulations. Interesting. What I like about this is that you don't have to use this, but it gives you things to look at, like values, person, personality, what technology you're used for, and when you create your personas for your customers or whatever, these are the kind of things you should be looking into, right? Yeah, and this is random. Like if I created these, all mine would be, you know, pushing toward a certain area for the people right. I know that I'm comfortable with. People, you know, just, I guess, you know, I'm from the South. So most of my people will probably be Southern, you know, but, you know, we create software for nationwide. So this would give me a more wide variety of different personas and different, things that people would be interested in yeah. not all of them are going to watch college football every saturday no well i i do like the way it it doesn't do the job but it gives you questions or areas you should cover in your persona just yeah. give you a couple examples and i've always of said that you know the way i see chat gpt as a virtual assistant you know that's that's how i use it i use it as a virtual assistant Get you started. Mm -hmm. I think the personas tie back okay, in with the uh, the personas tie back in with the uh, the marketing executive too. <laughs> I think marketing. I mean, why don't we do why don't we do a marketing executive? Let's do a persona on that to kind of round out our our session. All right. The marketing executive likes yoga. 
Emily Davis, 35, married with two children. They like to make everyone married. What if you said, what's your persona for a calico cat? <laughs> we can say, we can say, write me a persona for a calico cat. Bubbles is watching the cursor now. She's like, Ooh, what's that? What's going on the screen? Describe me. <laughs> He's sleeping, playing with toys. There you go. Chasing bugs. <laughs> Goals, pain points. Finds challenging when her owners are away for extended periods of time. She's left an ass. Hairballs. She struggles pain points are. Including <laughs> digestive problems. Hairballs. Okay. Yeah. Values. Comfort. Relax. That's fun. Yeah. So we have oh. some fun. You yeah, know, one more. Let's do a sarcastic. You can change the tone of it. So yeah. put a. I want a sarcastic persona <laughs> for a calico cat. And we could have done that. And the I meant to mention this last time on our other ones. When you're like asking for a summary, you can say I want that summary professional or whatever. But you can also say I want it to be sarcastic. Okay. Always judging humans. <laughs> Sleeping in inconvenient places, knocking things off tables. Mr. Whiskers adopted from a shelter feels like he's doing his owner's favor by living in his house. <laughs> he's got a tood. Don't do this. You could write a whole book of stories on Mr. Whiskers. People are writing stories with Chat GPT. They're writing stories and selling them on eBay. Not eBay. I mean, Amazon. Yeah. Interesting. Cool. All right. Anybody want to add anything? I think we're good on this segment. We'll have to figure out what we want to do the next time. Yeah. Um, if anyone has any suggestions for us, please leave it in the um, chat below or. Yeah. Let us know. Comments. All right, let me, uh, okay. There we go. There we go. And uh, like Rob was saying, send us some thoughts. You want us to try work, come up with different things next time and experiment as in each of our jobs, how we might use this and just run through it, see how it works. Um, and this is how so I learned. I learned by playing around. with it. I just played with it. And that's how I learned how to do it. Okay. Give it a shot. It's not something we just did the cat, right? Yeah. So if you feel intimidated, <laughs> take your pet and you know, or somebody or kid, see if it describes a like a teen or preteen, like my daughter. Yeah. Or write a story. Write a story about a calico cat and hanging out yeah. with a preteen. I mean, just let it oh, write man. a story for you. <laughs> and then ask it to summarize that story, expand on things. Be sarcastic about something and just start playing with prompts and commands. Or if you're a pet store, what product should I sell in the pet store? Maybe. Yeah. What's yeah. The top selling products that I should put on my eBay site. Who knows? Okay. Well, thank you all. Thanks. Scott, thank you. Thank you. Bob, thank you. Thanks everyone for listening. And as we said, send us a note. There's 
um, connection at 5 a.m. Master Scrum. You can hit us, any of us, on LinkedIn and suggest some thoughts. And uh, if you have suggestions or want to come on the show and join us one time, we'll we'll see what we can do. Yeah. Okay. Sounds Thank good. Thank you all. Take Thanks. care. Thanks. Thanks.